BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. I am so excited to be recording this episode, and I know, I'm really sorry, it's a day late, but for very, very good reason. It was Oscars weekend in Los Angeles, and I wanted to be able to sit down and give you guys a recap of everything I loved from one of LA and fashion's hottest weekends. So I'm recording this ASAP after Oscars weekend so I can give you guys all the juice. It was a really crazy weekend in Los Angeles. I think whenever there's a moment like the Oscars, everyone comes to town Every brand, every designer wants to activate because they know everyone's going to be in one place. It was chaos. The Versace show was supposed to be on Friday. It was actually moved a day up, which is unheard of for such a big brand with such a massive production to move their show up an entire day before. Because, of course, it was raining in L.A., which is our new normal, I guess. We've had crazy rain for the past month. Even the Oscars were impacted by the rain. They for the first time ever, put a roof over the red carpet to make sure that just in case if it rained, the event wouldn't be affected. So we are definitely preparing for different types of weather than we ever have before. But so the Versace show was on Thursday night, followed by many events supporting different Oscar nominees, obviously Oscar parties. There was a YSL event, a Gucci event, an Armani event. And then, of course, all of the after parties for the Oscars like Elton John and Vanity Fair. Well, this is obviously a lot to digest. The best part about it is that we have an incredible inventory of looks to be inspired by and reference for the future. And the fashion this weekend was amazing. I loved seeing so many looks come straight from the runway from Fashion Month that we just had and even Couture right before that and get to live a whole new life out on the red carpet. And of course, my most favorite thing when it comes to the Oscars or any award show for that matter is seeing the looks that Artists get to collaborate on with these designers to create something that obviously feels on brand for the house, but also has this really beautiful personal touch to the artist, their history, and their movie. So I'm excited to get into it. If I was to rate this year's Oscar red carpet, I think I would give it a seven and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven and a half because I do feel like a lot of people played it safe. I felt like I saw a lot of the same color and a lot of the same silhouette. Before we dive into it, though, I do want to say that we had a totally different palette this year, given the fact that the carpet was changed from red to champagne. I did not think that this would cause that big of an uproar, but it definitely did. There was a ton of debate online over this switch. 
obviously changing from a darker color to a lighter color and knowing that we had a ton of rain, that carpet got pretty dirty pretty fast. I personally didn't notice it. And I also welcomed this shift, especially as a fashion lover. I obviously loved getting to see all of the fashion on a lighter carpet. For me, it's always distracting seeing a darker red maroon color, especially with dresses that might be really voluminous or might be colorful. It definitely clashes. I will say, obviously, the champagne carpet with a obviously matching background for the Oscars flattened a few dresses that maybe were similar color or white. But overall, I really liked seeing a fresher, brighter background for all the gowns that were coming in. Back to my rating. The reason I give that the rating is because while I think we had a lot of classic, beautiful looks that people are going to save on Instagram and reference for years, there weren't that many looks that I could think of right now that I feel brought the Hollywood glamour. People that went all the way for the Oscars red carpet. To me, the carpet really is about that. It's about wearing something that you wouldn't wear anywhere else, pulling out all the stops and really serving a moment. And I felt that there were so many looks that played it safe. If you go on Check the Tag right now, which is one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow, it's an account that is an incredible resource for anybody who loves fashion. They are constantly updating their account with celebrities who are out there in the world wearing looks and they ID what they're wearing, their stylist. And I just love this account because it's such a great resource for me during award season. If there's a dress that I see and I don't know who it's by, I'm always on check the tag. So shoot them a follow if this is something that you love to also dive into. But if you go on to check the tag right now and you scroll down a bit, there are actual multiple Instagram rows of just black and white looks, which I think is something we have never seen before in the history of Oscar's red carpet. At least I haven't. I feel like there's always been a major color pop, people really going for it with bright, bold statements. This year, I really felt that people played it safe with their colors. I'm not sure why. I feel like something I've talked about often that I've seen a lot on the runway lately is this return to more wearable fashion. And I think that this might be a result of that. We're seeing clothes that someone says, oh, that's aspirational, but I could wear that too. And I think that that resonated really strongly on the red carpet last night. There were only two dresses, I think, off the top of my head that I can say, wow, that was glamour. That was the moment. And there were two people who I was pretty surprised by. One of them, Cara Delevingne, wearing Ellie Saab, this gorgeous bright red color of the moment, by the way, guys. Ellie Saab gown with beautiful jewels, a diamond necklace, and her hair and her glam was so perfect. The Ellie Saab dress had a gorgeous slit up her leg and a one voluminous shoulder, and I thought she looked so glamorous. Maybe not my specific style, but I think for a red carpet moment, she really, really nailed it. Another person who I was surprised by, who I've actually never seen before, so sorry for not knowing who this person is, but I believe her name is Fan Bingbing. And when I looked her up, I think she had actually disappeared for a few years and now she's back on the carpet. But she wore this unbelievably stunning Tony Ward gown that was a silver bodice paired with emerald green overflowing shoulders. I also really loved her glam. She went really old Hollywood with the hair and paired it with a red lip. And it just felt like glamour. I saw this look and was like, that is absolutely stunning and something that I would I would only expect to see on an Oscars red carpet. So I think when it comes to, you know, showing up on the carpet, I really wanted to see more. But there were still some of my favorites and some of my favorites were black and white. So let's get into it. Off the bat, 
the look that I think I was like, oh my God. And maybe this is just because I love her and she was so fab and she like really went for it. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman knew she looked hot last night. Like she got on that carpet and was like, I'm sexy as hell and I'm here with my husband and we're going to make out on the carpet, which also was a really funny Twitter thread to read. There was an entire thread about whether it was appropriate or not for her and her husband to be making out on the carpet. I have no bone in this fight. Regardless, I thought her look was so beyond amazing. She wore a full sequin gown from Armani Privé. She had one open arm and the gown was covered in large oversized sequin rosettes. It was really sexy. If you go on Twitter right now and type in Nicole Kidman, like her walking the carpet, she's giving you like, she's flipping her hair. She's giving you the sexiest eyes. She's like, I wasn't nominated tonight, but like I'm here to, I'm just here to be really hot. And she did. She looked amazing. I also really loved this Armani gown. I thought Armani last night swept a lot of my favorite looks, both on the Oscar red carpet and the Vanity Fair after party. Margot Robbie was also in Armani, but I thought Nicole's dress was really of the moment for a lot of reasons. I also loved the oversized rosettes. Rosettes have been a really interesting phenomenon in fashion. I watched the Oscars last night with a few friends who aren't in fashion who immediately said to me after the red carpet ended, what was with all the flowers? And I knew immediately that they were referencing rosettes because they were everywhere. And it's always really fascinating to me when there is this micro trend in fashion that blows up all the way to the Oscars red carpet. And we don't really know where it came from. I feel like I first started seeing rosettes when Magda Bytram started to come into popularity and her entire collection is rosettes. She has shoes that are laced up with rosettes. She's known for creating dresses and evening wear with giant rosettes everywhere, most famously worn by Hailey Bieber and Kendall Jenner. Magda has become a fashion favorite since I'd say about a year ago. So it's really interesting to see that effect trickle all the way to the Oscars. Nicole Kidman had rosettes on her. Halle Berry wore a gorgeous dress with rosettes around the neck and one at the hip line. And even my fave, Paul Mezcal, wore a cute little red rosette on his Gucci suit, which I also thought was an incredible choice as a first-time nominee. He looked so sharp and so cute. But so rosettes are everywhere. I love Nicole Kidman leaning into that trend last night. She just looked really hot, guys. We'll be right back after a quick break. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have been going through a major back recovery moment. I hurt my back last summer, and it has been something that I've dedicated a lot of my time to from the way that I move throughout the day, things that I eat, all the way down to the shoes that I'm wearing. As you guys know, I'm a fashion girly, and so I love to wear all of the shoes, but I recently learned that it was a major contributor to my back and probably why my back went out to begin with, which is why I've been on the hunt for brands that provide really comfortable shoes that are good for my body, conducive to movement, but are also really cute. I just bought a few pairs of shoes from a brand called Vionic, and I love them because they harness science to make shoes that bring balance to our lives. Their shoes are designed for dynamic movement, so you feel energized and confident all day. Whether you need sneakers for long walks, smart casuals for the office, shockingly comfortable heels, or slippers to cover, Vionic offers shoes for every day, all day, and every occasion. Their exclusive Via Motion technology aligns and balances the whole you, feet first. The brand was created by scientists who have proven the notion that balance begins with our feet and then moves throughout our body. So right now I'm really focusing on flats and sneakers. 
You guys know I love a good heel, but right now during recovery, I want to focus on shoes that make me feel comfortable every day, but also lean into the trends. I just got an adorable mule in a beautiful army green color with a buckle on the front that I've been wearing every day. They're really comfortable and also feel on trend. And then I, of course, got a simple classic black leather ballet flat. Those are super on trend right now, too, but they feel comfortable and structured enough that I know that I'm getting the support that I need every day. I want you guys to try them too because honestly, this has been a game changer for me. So head to www.vionicshoes.com. That's V-I-O-N-I-C-S-H-O-E-S.com and use code FRIEND at checkout for free shipping. A little tip for all of my beauty lovers. Did you know that there is no one size fits all when it comes to deodorants and that you actually need different kinds of deodorants for different events? I actually began to realize this recently when I started applying deodorant multiple times throughout the day. I used to be someone who would just put it on in the morning, but I felt like it didn't really last me the way that I wanted it to throughout the day. So as I started to apply it more throughout the day, I started to do more research into the kinds of deodorants that I need to be wearing for all of the events that my days have. And that's how I found Nez. Nez is a new, clean, aluminum-free, dermatologist-tested deodorant brand that has customized formulas and scents for the different occasions because your body creates different types of sweat. Stress sweat is totally different and even comes from a different type of sweat gland than movement or heat-based sweat. Nez is customized to your different sweat moments. It's available in workout sesh, board meeting, and date ready. It gives you the right sweat protection and the right fragrance at the right time, so you won't be sweating through something that you love, smelling bad, none of those things. You'll have all the protection you need. Nez deodorant fragrances also smell so good, which is so important to me. These deodorants also actually work, so you don't have to be worried about smelling bad or sweating too much. Visit nezcare.com and use promo code FRIEND at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's N-E-Z-C-A-R-E.com and use promo code FRIEND for 10% off your entire order. This promo code is valid through June 30th, 2023, so make sure you get all your deodorants for the upcoming summer months. Let's get back to the show. Another one of my favorites, also quite unexpected, was Vanessa Hudgens. She was one of the first to arrive on the carpet last night, and I saw her walk out in this vintage archival Chanel strapless dress with a fishtail bottom, black velvet with white trim on the top and bottom. Her hair was so beautifully tied back into a bun with a cute little bow. Another micro trend that I talked about a few episodes ago, bows also everywhere. Vanessa Hudgens had it in her hair. So did Florence Pugh. Bows in the hair are definitely making a comeback. And I think they're best accomplished on an Oscar carpet like this. They're not something that I would necessarily put in my hair for a night out, but I do love seeing it in red carpet moments. Back to Vanessa. She's styled by Jason Bolden, who found this archival look for her. And I think this is just the beginning of what we're about to see between now and the Met Gala. For those of you who don't know, the Met Gala theme this year is paying homage to Karl Lagerfeld, who, as you guys all know, was the head of Chanel, Fendi, and so many other designers through his incredible fashion career. When it comes to the Met Gala, and I actually referenced this in my predicting the best fashion moments of 2023 episode, which was my first episode of the year this year, if you want to go check it out, I talk about so many moments and trends that I think are going to be permeating fashion and pop culture this year. But vintage Chanel was one of them. I think that what's really going to shine for the Met Gala this year is the archive. I think these brands and designers are going to be opening up their archive in every and any way to really make this carpet be about the story and history of Chanel. So I loved seeing this dress. Vanessa looked 
so incredible. It felt like a really different moment for her. I feel like I see her more in edgier moments. And this felt like a classic, beautiful Hollywood moment. And of course, she was donning her new engagement ring. And she just looked really stunning, glowy, and very happy. So happy for her. She looked really beautiful. My third favorite of the evening was Hong Chow, who was in The Whale, if you haven't seen it yet. She wore this dress that I thought was the perfect combination of beautiful and edgy. It was a custom Prada dress, which we all know I live and die for. And she worked with her stylist on a look that she saw from a spring 1997 Prada collection and wanted to make it modern. The body of the dress was blush pink satin with an open back and was completed with this absolutely beautiful, just so, so, so stunning, a black train with fringe and sequins that just followed her all the way down the carpet. I think people are often afraid to mix pink and black, but this was just a masterclass in blending pastels with black and finding a really good way to use black as the accessory to that pink. My brain is immediately going back to a look that Hailey Bieber wore, I believe it was Versace, to the Met Gala one year where she wore that kind of blush Barbie pink dress and had a big black bow in her hair. I think that's a perfect way if you're ever looking to mesh pastel with black, that's the way to do it. Utilize it in the accessories, utilize it in the moment that isn't the overarching thing, but just adds a little oomph and edge to this really feminine, flirty blush pink color. So absolutely love this. She actually is someone who I think really resonated with me last night because she was one of those artists who worked with a designer to find a dress from the past, make it current, and then make it her own. To honor her roots, her family is Vietnamese, she actually asked Prada to add a Mandarin-style collar to the top of the body of this Prada dress. And that gave me butterflies in a way because she was able to make this Prada dress be something that I had to immediately go down a Google hole and hear more about this dress because one thing that I dislike is when I feel like an actor goes on the carpet and is just kind of copy pasting something they might have seen from a runway a few weeks prior just to be able to wear that designer. I'm sure for Hong wearing Prada was such an honor. I think anytime anyone wears Prada, it's an honor, let alone custom, to be able to advocate for herself and her roots and say, hey, I want to take this dress and make it my own, I think is really special. And really those moments on the red carpet that feel the most impactful for me and things, something that I'm going to remember for a long time. So I thought that was just a home run for both Prada and Hong. It was so, so, so beautiful. And lastly, I want to bring up Kate Blanchett because she has been doing something incredible with the red carpet this season. She's really made it her mission to talk about sustainability on the carpet, which I know I also love seeing Kate Middleton do it. She's been bringing back a lot of her old dresses. As someone who also goes to an event and is constantly cycling out something new, I really, really appreciate this. And I love that she actually took it one step further. She didn't wear something that maybe she's worn in the past. She wore something from Louis Vuitton that they had never let anybody else wear. It was from a prior collection. So it was basically just in their archive and she made it new again. It was a two-piece skirt and draped shirt that was, I loved the colors here too, a bright, beautiful blue Louis Vuitton draped top paired with a satin black skirt. I loved this look and I really just, I, I again, with Vanessa Hudgens, I really appreciate when someone can go through the archive and make it their own. And I also really just admire Kate Blanchett for making that stance this season and saying, I'm not going to go constantly find new things. I want to go back through the archive. I want to wear things that maybe never saw the light of day. 
there's just so much fashion out there to be worn and appreciated and admired. I think about how many collections are just sitting in archives and how much creativity we can possibly bring to the table in that stance. And I am just very excited. And I'm, I'm hoping that she inspired other actors and actresses to do the same down the line. And again, I'm super hopeful that the Met Gala really brings that to light because it is such a massive stage for the fashion industry. So I think the more people who lean into archive, the better. For my last of all the highlights, I want to bring up one person who every year I like to find one newcomer, someone who I think really made a splash, really went for it, even though they might be new to the red carpet. And that for me this year was Monica Barbaro, who you guys might know from Top Gun Maverick. First of all, I loved her in this movie. I I also really loved the movie and I'm not really like an action person, but it was one of those movies that was just so entertaining and I loved Monica in it. So I was really excited to see her on a ton of red carpets this season. She definitely has fun with fashion and she's a total Ellie Saab girl. I am too. I am such a fan of Ellie Saab and she actually wore them also last year for the Vanity Fair Oscar party. And this year's dress was, of course, Ellie Saab and she hit a home run. She was one of the first gowns that I saw of the night and I was like, that is glamour. The dress kind of looks like two pieces. I actually don't know 100%, but the first piece of the dress is a pale blue V-neck dress, obviously down to the ground. And it looks like it's almost embellished with this giant skirt that ties around it and is complete with a bow. What I think absolutely just made this dress is the color combination. The dress underneath is a pale blue and the billowing skirt with the bow, with a velvet bow, by the way, is this like gorgeous, deep, aubergine, almost eggplant color. And these are colors I would not expect together. But oh my gosh, I saw it. I saw her walk down the carpet and it really was so stunning. I love that she took the risk. Her hair was tied up in a bun and she had a gorgeous drop diamond earring. This to me felt really old Hollywood and felt like a really good moment for her to almost launch her fashion career in a new direction. She was best dressed by far for me and I'm really hoping to see more of her in the future. There were a few very clear standout trends on the red carpet last night that I want to bring up, especially as we're heading into spring. Some of you may be going to prom, be wedding guests, summer travels, all the things. And I want to share a few that I really love and think would be perfect for you guys to look out for if you are looking to have a standout moment wherever you're going this spring. One, I obviously brought up the rosettes. I know florals for spring. How groundbreaking. But I do think the rosette is a really fun, flirty way to add a feminine touch to something that you're wearing. I feel like the rosette kind of feels like the new age brooch. It's, you know, something you're adding onto a blazer that adds that extra touch and shows a little bit of your flair. And I think also we're going to see more of it, obviously, with the Met Gala and Chanel. The camellia flower is a huge motif for Chanel. And they just used it in their last show at Paris Fashion Week just two weeks ago. It was the main moment of the show, a giant camellia that the models walked around. So I really feel strongly about adding a rosette to whatever you're wearing this spring because I just think that they're so much fun. And there's so many easy ways to incorporate it, whether it is like Paul Mezcal, a small brooch on the blazer, or something really big like Nicole Kidman. I think it's just fun and different. I also want to go back to Hong Chao and say that I think blush pink is a great color for spring. She wore blush pink. Allison Williams wore a gorgeous John Batista Valley blush pink dress as well. And I loved seeing it on the carpet last night. I think that there is a wonderful way to edge it up if pink maybe doesn't feel like your color. It also feels like a very welcome departure from Valentino hot pink. So I would say 
fine blush pink and throw in a black velvet accessory somewhere, whether that's a bow at the hip, a bow in your hair, a black velvet bag. I think it's a really easy way to edge it up a little bit if you're afraid to dive into the blush pink. So the last trend that I saw, which I'm going to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I think looked really beautiful on the carpet last night is a drop waist. I think that this feels like kind of a natural extension of this like low rise moment that you're in. But I saw quite a few drop waist gowns last night. Sophia Carson wore one from John Batista Valley. And I also saw another one from Monique Lillier. I forgot who was wearing it. But both of these dresses obviously had incredible bodices, something that felt really skin tight, and then at the waist billowed out into something that kind of felt like a wedding dress. I think that this is one of those trends that if you can pull it off, all the power to you. And you know I'm the biggest believer in wearing things that make you feel good. I feel like I've seen a lot of dresses going into spring, summer, like a great summer dress that does have a drop waist. And I really actually love it. I think more lo-fi. I love a drop waist dress, I think, for like an everyday with a sandal and, you know, a little tote bag. But I think seeing it on the red carpet felt a little bit jarring to me. So definitely keep your eye out for a good drop waist dress for summer. I think we're going to be seeing a little bit more of it. And lastly, I saw so much sheer paneling, boning work on the red carpet last night. I think of Ashley Graham, who wore a beautiful sheer dress. I think of Mindy Kaling in the custom white Vera Wang dress, which, by the way, there was a lot of discourse on Twitter last night of the fact that she walked down the carpet in a white custom Vera Wang gorgeous bone dress. And then when she went to present the award, she wore the exact same dress in black. People were so confused. Was she in black? Was she in white? She asked the Vera Wang team to make her two of the same dress, black and white, because she wanted to switch it up for when she was presenting. This felt very different for her. It was super sleek and sexy. And I loved seeing her lean into that side a little bit more. I also saw, of course, the boning and the sheer bodice on Lady Gaga who pulled a dress right off Gigi Hadid's back from the Versace show just three days prior. If you didn't see this moment, Gigi closed the Versace show in this gorgeous gown that had a another drop waist, by the way, and almost looked like it was waterfalling at the back with a sheer bodice. And Lady Gaga apparently texted Donatella in the middle of the Versace show saying, I need this dress for the Oscars. And she got it. And apparently it fit perfectly too. They didn't have to do anything to it. So that's pretty amazing. When the fit is perfect, you know that it's right. So another sheer moment. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that into the season. It's fun. It's sexy. And I think it's also a really easy thing for you guys to find out there in the world. I think of brands like House of CB who do it really well and a few other designers that are affordable, good moments if you are looking for event wear. There's a new designer that I want to bring to everyone's attention that I saw last night that I think had an amazing, amazing, amazing moment. And I've seen them in the past six months kind of trickle into fashion. It's an Italian brand called Delcor. And last night, Cara Delevingne yet again came out with another look that truly surprised me at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. She wore this gorgeous Delcor dress. It was a gorgeous nude corseted dress that was draped with white tulle all the way down to the floor. I thought this dress was so stunning, so angelic and really fresh and new. And I've been seeing a lot of them lately. I actually think I saw Lucy Liu wear a dress from them just a week ago. She's on a press tour right now, I think in Europe. And she wore a two-piece skirt and top from them in bright yellow. I'm loving what they're designing right now. It feels really feminine, beautifully tailored, and 
just very different. So I'm really excited to see more of them. And I think last night was a great start for red carpet for them. I did love seeing a few dresses immediately off the runway. I loved seeing Naomi at the Vanity Fair Oscar party in fresh off the runway, Scaparelli. She wore this amazing jeweled dress that I thought just looked absolutely stunning on her. It's always really fun to see what gets taken right off the runway. I often think when I'm watching these shows and I'm sitting there, I say, is that a cover dress? Is there is that an Oscars dress? And this year, I was really, really surprised with what was pulled off the runway. And again, I was really happy to see more custom now more than ever because I feel like that's where the heart of storytelling with dressing really is. I, too, had a really fun night. I wore a dress that is probably one of my favorite dresses I've ever worn. It was so sexy and so fun. If you want to check it out, go on my Instagram. I went to the Elton John after party and had a really incredible time. It is just so much fun to be in L.A. during award season. Last night was my first Oscars party. I was so grateful to be invited to see so many friends and to celebrate all the artists in this community that I think obviously had incredible performances this year. There was an in and out truck. Elton John performed. It was a really fun time. And of course, I loved getting glammed on a Sunday night. It was very fun. I hope you guys love this episode. I had so much fun recording it and watching the Oscars and watching the red carpet. And I love being able to share my thoughts back with you guys and also predict trends for the future. So I hope this episode was helpful. Of course, as always, if you guys are looking for styling advice, places to shop, especially for moments that you have in the future, please slide in my DMs. I am so happy to help guide you guys in the right direction. Also, before we wrap up, I have some really exciting news. On March 21st at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to be on the Today Show talking about spring trends. So I hope you guys can tune in. I am so excited to be doing this, and I hope that you guys love the segment. So make sure you make a note on your calendar to tune in. As always, if you haven't followed and left a review on the show, please do so. It really helps the show grow, and I so appreciate it. I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.